1: Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Sean T., your host of Trust and Believe. You know Each and every week, I want to take you on a journey so you can live your best life. Listen, I'm going to end every episode with a truth bomb so that you can take something away to continue to believe in who you are. What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's Breaking Through Plateau. And I'm wearing a shirt that says, Get Through. A lot of times I say, Come Through, y'all, but today is about getting through, breaking through, living through, progressing through, having sustained sustainability through your life and your relationships. More importantly, we are here because of fitness, we are here because of nutrition. We are here to get you past whatever plateau or whatever barrier that is in your way, and we need to do it. And we need to do it hard. Here's a little fun fact: today is tax day, or no, today today's the fifteenth. Yeah, today's tax day, but you get an extra day. But that takes me to. The fact that you need to pay your taxes, regardless if you, know, you vote for the person that made you have to pay these kind of taxes, you have to pay for your taxes. You have to give back. You work all year to literally do the best you can do, get a raise in your job, get a promotion, hopefully aid in the progress of your company making money or with that, whatever the goal or the mission statement is. And today or tomorrow, you have to give back. Now, imagine you don't pay your taxes because there's a lot of people out there that don't. Trust and believe, especially people with those 1099s. It's hard. But imagine you don't pay back, right? You're like, no, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to give back. I'm not going to do the thing that I'm supposed to do. You know what? That's what a lot of people do in fitness. You work out, you work out, you work out. And then at some point, you go a whole year or a whole 30 days or 60 days or 90 days or whatever program you're doing. And you're like, you know what? This is over. I'm not going to give more. I'm not going to give back. I'm done, you know? And you can't be done. You have to go on. You have to know what it's like to feel sustainability. You have to know what it's like to feel progress. And you have to know what it's like not to yo-yo because like I said before, a yo-yo is a toy and you are not a toy. You have a heart that is beating. You have lungs that are expanding and contracting with energy and oxygen and life. And in your body, everything that's happening in your body, in this system, what I will call it is circulating blood and everything that needs to happen in order for you to thrive. You are a living vessel, a living temple. Your body is your temple. So my question to you is when you hit that plateau, why do you not utilize the greatness that you possess and that was given to you? Now, I always make a joke that I would never say, to the, you know how people say to their kids, I brought you into this world, I can take you out. I'm not going to say that because we didn't ask to come into this world. So I'm going to say to you, I didn't bring you into this world, but I'm like, if you're in this world, don't take yourself out. You have to go for it, you have to push, and you have to get through the greatest limits. So my first question is, as we start to push through this talk, what is your greatest limit? What is the one thing where you say, I want to reach that. I want to get there. Like this is this is something I want to get to. And like I talk about my book, I want to get 10 meters past the finish line. What is that one thing? I want you to think about that one thing, because if you went if you flew to South Africa or if you flew to Africa or wherever you wanted to go and say you were going to climb. Mount Kilimanjaro or something like that. And you train for it. You've invested in it with your money. You invested in it with your, your relationship. You're leaving home. You're, you have this this positively positively selfish, not moment, but experience that you are about to go on. And you get there and you've trained and you've done everything in your power to be successful at it. And your hiking guide says to you, hey, let's go. And you start your way up this mountain and you're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And you get to the first point where it's time for a break or, you know, maybe you set up a tent and you're going to sleep here that night and you wake up the next morning and your hiking guy says, you know what? Okay, we're done. Cool. We're going back down. And your goal was to get all the way to the top and you trained so hard to get all the way to the top and you've given all that energy to get all the way to the top. But then somebody says to you, no. We're only about a quarter of the way there. I know you have, I know you have the energy and I know you have the power to get to the top, but I'm done. We're going back down. You can't go, you can't go up on your own because you need a guy. So let's go. How would you feel? How would you feel if someone took your power away after you've slept, you've rested, you've eaten and you've trained to get to this moment and to get to this moment and beyond? You'd be pretty darn pissed, wouldn't you? Well, that's what everyone, not everyone, but that's what a lot of people do with plateaus. They work so hard. They lose the 30, 40 pounds or 50 or sometimes five or 10. And they say, OK, I'm here. Oh, my gosh, I've trained so hard for this. I've rested. I have to sleep here for a little bit. And you wake up and you say, you know what? its I, I can't move to the top. So I'm just going to throw in a towel and I'm going to go down. You are that hiking guy sometimes when you get to the plateau. You literally become the person that takes away greatness from yourself. Only because what? You reach the plateau and you have to rest here for a little bit. You actually have a moment to breathe, have a moment to actually celebrate. If you had 30-pound weight loss and you got to 10, you have a moment to celebrate those 10 pounds. And when you get to that plateau, you have a moment to practice sustainability, but instead You get upset that you can't get to eleven pounds, so you're like, I'm throwing in a towel and I'm stuck, and I'm gonna find every negative thing and every negative power to bring me down and say, you know what? I only got 10 pounds of this 30, I'm done, I'm not doing it. That's what happens when a lot of people get to plateaus. Instead of literally acting like this is well, I have a Tesla. And when you drive a long distance, you have the Tesla charging stations. So instead of stopping at the charging station or the gas station for a lot of people and say, I'm gonna actually refuel my body on this plane. I'm gonna refuel my body on this flat surface because my feet can stand strong, I can use my core, I can look around, and not only can I look around, but I can look down at that mountain or down at that progress and see how far I've come and actually look at the investment Of all of the energy and power that I put into this journey and say, great, these are amazing things that I'm actually going to do to help build me up. In insanity, a lot of people stop after two weeks because they say it's hard. It's called insanity, right? So, okay, it's hard, right? But you gave two weeks of intense movement. You gave two two weeks of Really going for it to say, this is too hard. And a lot of people say, well, you know, you've done Insanity for a while. It should be easy for you. But let me tell you something. The longer you do Insanity or any workout program, the harder it's going to be if you're actually giving it all of your energy and all of your power. And then some people get to 30 days and they're like, oh, wow, I've gotten some results. This is too hard. You know, month two is going to be crazy, so I'm going to stop. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to start over. Why are you starting over? You've already built up all of this progress in your body, in your muscles, in your mind. To what? Start over? So when you get to that plateau, when you get to that moment where you feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm stuck. You need to reassess, reevaluate and recalibrate your life. And it starts with getting rid of the negative negativity, getting rid of the. Oh, my God, I can't do that. And say, you know what? I'm still going to get there. And fortunately enough, you've heard from me a lot of times that it's not about the number. It's about the feeling. So a lot of times when you get to this plateau, you have to think about how am I going to feel when I break this down? I'm going to feel great. So now if you know what you want to feel like when you break this plateau, when you get and start climbing to the next plateau, because you're going to reach another one, full disclosure, before you get to the top. Now you get to research and say, what are the things that I can do to feel good as I continue to go through this journey? We get so stuck on this freaking before and after life. And we get so stuck on looking at the results that other people have that it ruins our own plateaus. It ruins the balance that we can put into ourselves because you're not looking enough into yourself and what you like so that you can progress forward. I got a message from somebody today it says I'm doing this person's following the calendar, doing everything. I said, OK, cool. So what's the struggle? Food. Why is food the struggle? Oh, because you know, I just can't have one cookie. Okay, so you can have two. Cool, all right, cool. Got have two cookies. You got two? Do you think two put on the 20 pounds? No. Don't blame it on the cookie. Blame it on your mind. And my question is, and I know I'm being really hard on y'all, but my question is, do you actually want this? Because when you let a plateau and when you, when you let things like food actually control you because it's not about the one cookie it's not about the two and i'm gonna tell you it's not even about the whole pack of chips ahoy it's about what you're doing around that that little one packet of the of the oreos or whatever kind of cookies you're eating is only the nucleus of everything that's happening because if you don't have control around a cookie you don't have control around a pizza you don't have control around the vending machine you don't have control around the seconds, thirds and fourths of the food that you're eating for dinner. That's probably not as healthy as you want it to be anyway. And I know I'm letting y'all have it, but I'm just calling out what it is. <clears throat> I'm calling out what it is, who it is. And if you're what it is, then that's what it is. And you want to know how I know all this stuff? Because I've done this shit. I've done it. I've been that person like, oh, I want to lose weight or I want to do this. And next thing you know, I'm going to the club and I'm turning up. Not only am I having one drink, I'm having two and then I'm having beer. And guess what I do after I leave the club? I go right to IHOP. But back in the day, it wasn't IHOP. It was probably like in and out. No, it was a jack in a box, right? So. What I'm saying here is these small decisions that you're making aren't these individual decisions that you're making isn't making the plateau unbreakable. It's if your mind is telling you, I don't have control here, then you don't have control here, then you don't have control here, and you don't have control here. And what you're doing when you build this out of controlness is literally combating all of the energy and work you put in to get into getting to this first plateau anyway. So, I say that to say this: when you get to a plateau, it's not your time to literally think, "I'm on a plateau. I'm, oh my God, this is over." It's your time to literally address everything that you've been doing right, and instead of looking at the plateau it's like, "Well, I might as well open up the cookie jar because I can't go any further," so what? You're gonna go back? No, you have to get through. You have to come through. You have to you have to find the limit that you want to get through, and you have to blow past it and go for it.
0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: Food is not the powerful item here, y'all. Your mind is the powerful item. Conquer your mind. Instead of trying to instead of trying to get more push-ups in somebody or instead of trying to doing things better than somebody else, how about you, you talk to yourself and say, mind, how are you going to help me get through this? And again, I'm not telling you not to eat cookies because a cookie is sometimes a really good thing to have. You definitely need a cookie or a donut or three as you're going through a journey or else you're going to get bored. You're going to get stuck in this way of thinking where I can't have. You want to constantly think to yourself that I can have because if I can have, then I won't overdo. And if I won't overdo, then I get stronger. And if I get stronger, I get strong enough to start climbing again. You have to utilize your mind and you have to be honest with yourself in terms of utilizing all the small things that you're doing and what are you doing in those small, small decisions to create the experience on this plateau. This plateau is literally made for you, again, to rebalance, recalibrate, and find other successful things and moments. To help you make that dynamic change so that you can move forward. You are in control of it. No one else is in control. No one else, no one else told you to eat the cookie. No one else told you to eat the cheesesteak. You told yourself to do it. So, and and this is gonna sound really, really harsh. Don't come to me being like, oh my gosh, Shanti, like I ate this and, you know, I, I just don't know what to do. Stop! Stop overdoing I'm not saying don't do, but stop overdoing the thing that you don't want to do. You know what I'm saying? If you overdo the thing that you don't want to do, then you're doing two things. Number one, you're telling me that you actually do want to do it. And number two, you don't want to have control. Because if you wanted to have control, you would possess the power that you already have from the things that you've done to get to this actual plateau. When you put money in your bank account, when you put, when you look at your bank account at the end of the year, if you're a good saver and you said, my goal was to save a thousand dollars this year and you saved a thousand dollars this year and I, and I came and I'm like that moocher. I'm that person in the family that's always asking for money and I somehow stole your bank account number and stole your ID and I went and took me a a good 500. You're going to be mad, right? You're going to be pissed as hell. The number one, I stole your money. I stole your investment. Well, you know what happens when you get to that plateau and you start doing the opposite thing? You're the thief. You're stealing your own investment instead of adding to it. Just because you get to a plateau doesn't mean that you can't add to the bank account. Doesn't mean that you can't add to the power. You can't add to the money that's in there so that you can actually invest and purchase things around you so that you can move forward. It's about the mindset. It's about everything that's happening. Sometimes you have to get to a plateau and you have to pace. You have to walk back and forth and back and forth and look over the edge and be like, yo, I did this. And a lot of people blame, not blame, a lot of people say, you know, I got to a plateau so I have to change it up. It's not necessarily always about changing a workout that you're doing or it's definitely not always about changing a workout that you're doing. Sometimes you need to give it more energy because we can get complacent in the things that we're doing over and over again, right? Right. If we know there's squats, we know there's jumps, we know there's push-ups. It's like, okay, I usually do 20 here, I usually do 15 here. But did you ever try to go 16? Did you ever try to go 17? Did you ever try to go just a little bit further in everything that you do so that you can constantly prove to yourself that I can get through the limits, I can pass the barriers that I want to go? So when you work out, when you're in your next fitness routine or whatever it is that you're doing, and you're like, here, I know I'm going to get tired at 30 seconds, and I know I'm going to take a break at 32 How about you go 33 or maybe 35? Even if it's just that one point in your workout that you push yourself just a little bit further than you did the last time or that you normally do, you have proven to yourself that I can break this plateau because you can break through your plateaus every single day. If a plateau is here, just because you got here in your weight loss doesn't mean that everything else that's surrounding it is not starting to climb again. This is only one thing. This is a number. This is One thing, but if you make the small choices and the small decisions and the small moments internally when you're going through those exercises, then guess what? You're going to improve, 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 and go. And you have to do the same thing over here with the food. You have to improve, 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 and go. And when you have these two things going up along with this, then you're going to start to climb and you're going to start to push. And you're going to reach the next plateau. And then when you get to the next plateau, this is the thing that you can do. You can look down and recreate a movie in the previous plateau that you stood on and say, wow, you literally did an amazing job. You literally walked not only around this space and created greatness in this space, but you're looking at yourself, congratulating yourself for the decisions that you've made to start climbing again. And the last thing I'm going to say when it comes to plateaus, are you really at a plateau or are you where you are supposed to be? Because we have this idea that we want to look like what we did in high school. Well, uh, homegirls and homeboys, I don't want to look like I did in high school because let me tell you something. (laughs) Listen, I love this. I'm not trying to be a scrawny 178 pounds. Now, I'm not saying 100, 178 pounds is scrawny, but if I was 178 pounds, I would look a little cray-cray. And I don't think you want to look like a teenager because all the things that you have built and you created and the curves that you got, you can have really nice-looking curves without trying to be thin. And, and here's thinner than you need to be. Now, here's the thing. Would you rather answer this question to yourself? Would you rather B, are you ready? At a weight that's so terribly hard to maintain and be miserable, eating lettuce and drinking water only and nibbling on kibbles and bits, or, kibbles and bits, did I just say kibbles and bits? Or would you rather be seven pounds heavier and eating and fulfilling yourself? Because let me tell you something, Seven pounds is not that much. It's not, you can actually be stronger seventy-seven pounds heavier. Or maybe it's five. Or maybe it's only three. My point is, don't stress yourself out over a number that you're going to stress yourself out at. Right? Is your plateau... Where you're supposed to be, because if it is then you can take all of those experiences and those mind shifts that you have to create greatness and those in those nutrition shifts and and decisions that you make to create greatness. And you can actually live in on this plateau. And it's not really just a plateau, because, again, if you're mentally pushing yourself beyond and beyond, everything's going to happen. So don't focus on that number because I'd rather feel really, really good at 198 pounds than be miserable as bleep at 190. Because I'm going, it's Sunday, so y'all know me on Sundays, I don't curse on Sunday. Well, sometimes I do, I ain't going to curse on Sundays, but blank what you heard. Trust and believe, I'm going to live. If nothing looks as good as confidence feels, right? So if you feel really great, five or six pounds heavier Then you do, because why? Because you're, and here's the other thing. I'm going to tell you all this. I'm going to tell you this about me. I'm going to share a little something for you. I know I said it before, but I'll say it again. See, all right, I'm going to say this. Oh, my God. I'm going to say this because I know a lot of people think and feel this way. And I'm gonna preface it by saying there's a lot of women out there, you can look through social media that like having that booty, they actually pay to get that extra booty, which I think is a little crazy, but you know, to just live your best life. But a lot of people, if someone, if I said, guess what kind of you know, guys or girls or whatever, I'm interested in, right? Y'all be like, oh, you know, most people be like, Yeah, I'm sure you want somebody really fit and they have to have a six pack. I'm like, no, bitch, like listen. I'm like, you can have some, you can have a couple extra curves. If you're walking good in your curves and you are fit with a little something extra, I already told Scott, I said, listen, you gain 10 and you keep that 10 tight, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody wants the, the model thin person on the cover of a magazine. Not everybody wants the curvy person. So if you're trying to please somebody else with what you look like because the masses think that way, think again. The best thing is to feel confident in the body that you're walking in. And I can promise you this. If you got seven extra pounds, somebody is still looking. And if you're single, somebody is wanting that number. Trust and believe. People can walk around saying they want this and they want that and they want a six back. But when it comes down to the get down, people like something a little different. So walk in your truth, whatever it is that you want it to be. Now, you can have a couple curves and be healthy, I'm not saying, you. the the thing is everyone's body is different and you have to walk in your life differently. I don't want you to do my programs trying to look like somebody on a DVD. If you have that body type and they motivate you, then great. But if you ain't ever gonna be 128 pounds, stop trying to be the person that's 128 pounds. If you're 160 pounds and you're like, yo, I'm gonna look good at a 145, then you better eat that 145. You better live in that 145. You better get to that 145. You better eat for that 145. You better live for that 145. And you better be toned and tight at that 145 instead of trying to get to that 128 because that 128 is going to be miserable.
0: Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact
1: You can take it,
0: you can make it, dig deeper, come on me all trust and believe with Shanti.
1: I know I'm loud, but I'm so passionate about you living in whatever your truth is. I see a lot of before and after pictures, and I'm so excited for... I'm more excited for the journey than I am for the weight loss. Because my question is, again, do you feel really good at this? Are you trying to please what you think other people want to see? Because standing strong in whatever it is that you want is going to read so much stronger than what you think other people want. You have to break through the plateau by making amazing decisions in your life by creating amazing dynamic shifts in your soul. And I promise you, if you make the right fitness decisions, if you make the right food decisions, you're gonna be great. But if you make the right mental decisions, you're gonna be the greatest you that you can possibly be. Own who you are, own your truth, know that you matter and know that plateaus are only balance beams for you to continue to create greatness so that you can not only, you know, get through the greatest limits, but you can actually live past them and live and be a walking example to an audience of you. Because when you get to the top, if you look down at all the different plateaus that are on that mountain, just imagine you looking down and and you see a bunch of you and a bunch of yourself making decisions and maneuvering your way to get to the top of this mountain. And they've all been great decisions to get you here. Been, there's been some struggles, but you broke them down and you got here. Imagine you looking at that movie of you just being the greatest you that you can possibly be by making decisions that's going to get you to the place that you want to be in the place that you want to feel the most confident And That right there is change that right there is transformation and that right there will continue to help you transform your life as you get older and stronger and wiser so trust and believe who you are but more importantly know who you are know it is that you want so that you can actually get to the point that you can trust and believe conquer your mind transform your life and i got your back peace I could not do this podcast on my own, so I would love to thank Todd Midget at NC Fit Club for producing such an amazing podcast and being able to really put the message out there for you guys. Another huge shout-out to Michael McBride and his team of Kenesha Holiday and Gabriel Mudd for the new Trust and Believe theme song. You guys really did an amazing job and really put forth the effort of helping people trust and believe. And last but not least, I would love to give a huge shout-out shout out to coffee anderson because your truth bombs would not be as impactful if he didn't give you that theme song as the intro last but not least me i thank you i am your biggest fan and i hope you come back every week ready to trust and believe with an open mind so that we together can live our best lives and believe in who we are you can find Michael McBride at The Real McBride on Instagram and you can find Tide Midget at NC Fit Club if you want some music or video editing continue to trust and believe in who you are